0: Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures
1: right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. We have difficulty here operating home businesses or telecommuting. It means our kids have to sit outside in a car Outside the library, using the Wi-Fi to do their homework.
0: The key question is how internet openness will be assured. The problem in the
2: United States is not so much our infrastructure as much as the insistence on wringing every single last cent of profit out of those pipes. I intend to protect a free and open internet.
0: Tomorrow's vote on net neutrality at the FCC will not only decide the outcome of an ideological contest between the public interest and the rights of private companies. It will also decide what has become a dispute between states and municipalities over who can regulate the quality of Internet services. Will Acock is the general manager of Greenlight Community Broadband in Wilson, North Carolina. That is the municipally owned Internet provider hoping to be able to expand their service outside their county. But they are limited by a state law which prevents municipalities from expanding service on their own. Will, welcome to The Takeaway. Thank you. Also with us is Brad Kolonowski who needs high-speed bandwidth to do all the graphics wizardry at his company, Exodus FX. So he and his gang moved his business to Wilson, North Carolina, in order to access the anticipated high-speed and affordable Internet. Is that is that about right, Brad? Yeah, absolutely correct. All right. So welcome to you as well. Thank you. Um, Will, what do states say about what the um, municipality is doing and what does the city and the community want to do?
1: Well, currently, we are limited to providing our broadband service uh, inside of Wilson County by the current state law. And it's our desire to be able to expand beyond Wilson County. We actually have utility customers for other services uh, in all of the surrounding counties. And you know when the time is right, and uh, as demand is, is communicated, we want to be able to expand broadband into those other uh, more rural areas. Now,
0: this is an issue in North Carolina and Tennessee, where uh, certain cities, some have called them progressive, really want to move way ahead of the rest of the state. And the state has decided, for its own reasons, that no, uh, you know, you you you've got to really toe the line here based on what the state considers important. What is the argument that the state has? You're not the best person to ask, but I need to hear that.
1: Well, the first thing is this is not about uh, being way ahead. This is about preventing communities like ours from falling behind. Uh, When you look at what's going on nationally, you look at what's going on in the triangle here in North Carolina with Google Fiber, some of the North Carolina Next Generation Network's efforts, you can clearly see how this next generation broadband infrastructure is beginning to be deployed in many parts of our state um, and in our nation. And for a community like Wilson, historically known as the world's greatest tobacco market, what it's about for us is we don't want to be left behind. We do not want to be last in having this infrastructure for our citizens.
0: Is all of this uh, a challenge in trying to predict uh,
2: what your business is going to do, Brad? Um, It doesn't really affect us in a a way if it's limited, only if we were to expand and go to another uh, area, basically. But
0: you don't see any reason why people outside of uh, your county and outside of Wilson shouldn't have the same Internet service that you have.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. To suppress uh, anyone from uh, being able to do the the expansion or or create jobs and um, just because it's a municipality doesn't really make any sense to me. So a lot of people we've talked to this
0: week in our series, The Road to an Open Internet in communities all across the country, have said that if you increase the quality of the Internet, that entrepreneurs will come to these communities. And you, Brad, are a case where that's actually happened, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. We originally came from Los Angeles. Uh, we spent 18 years there working in the visual effects industry from day one. Then we moved to West Virginia, where we were promised that they would have a decent um, a decent infrastructure for the broadband that we needed, and it really wasn't. It was dismal. It was, it was horrible. You know, we ran into where we approached companies, um, uh, you know, internet pro- providers and, and cable providers, broadband providers, you know, to install fiber connection, and that fiber connections usually uh, would cost us anywhere from 5000 to $10,000 to install, and then anywhere from 500 to 1500 sometimes up to $3,000 a month. Which would only give us 20 meg up and 20 meg down, which I mean is it's just unreasonable. I mean, there wasn't really any reason for it.
0: And you're a gig guy, I mean, for you to do what you need to do, it's got to be gigs up and gigs down.
2: Yeah, I mean, for us, you know, when we get films in that, uh, you know, typically on a uh, typical connection, if you, your upload speeds are just as important as the download speeds, and cable providers in general don't provide a level playing field when it comes to that, because, I mean, they usually give you a hundred megabyte download and then a two megabyte upload, which is, you know, to a business like ours is just not, it's pathetic. you know, the nominal way. Exactly. It's, it's pathetic, it's really right? yeah, let's, let's just say it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, Will Aycock, uh, so your argument to someone like Brad is, Hey, we've got it all here.
1: Right. Exactly. You know, we wanted to provide the infrastructure in this community explicitly for, You know, people like Brad and everyone who's engaged in, you know, creative endeavors and needs to share their content and uh, what they're creating with others. And this week, the
0: FCC will say that, you know, Wilson, North Carolina can do what it wants. State, get out of the picture here. Is that the outcome here that the state will either be allowed to meddle in your business or or limit your business or it will be told to get lost?
1: You know, ultimately, the FCC has put it on their agenda for Thursday, and we're just going to have to wait and see what action they ultimately take.
0: So they could do any number of things. That's correct. And in that case, Brad, if they make the wrong decision, is the next stop for you Korea? <laughs> uh,
2: well, yeah, maybe not Korea, but uh, if it, were, I mean, I don't think the fiber that they have right now would go completely away. No. As long as they, as long as the fiber. Is is here? Then we're going to be here. I mean, we're not we're not going to go anywhere else. Brad Kolanowski is uh, a
0: co founder of the business Exodus FX, which does uh, high speed and sophisticated graphics for the film industry and others. Will Acock is general manager of Greenlight Community Broadband in Wilson, North Carolina. Will and Brad, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. What do you think of your internet connection? From White Salmon, Washington, Kate says, My partner and I are both freelance graphic designers who rely on speedy internet to do our jobs well. Currently, we are in the process of purchasing a house and have found the perfect property in a neighboring rural town. However, the only internet access available there is DSL from a company I have already had the displeasure of purchasing DSL service from in our current home. This is pathetic. Eight seven seven eight. my take is our number for your story. And tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern, we're hosting a Twitter chat about net neutrality and all of these issues we've been talking about this week. Visit takeaway.org for more information on how you can be a part of it.
2: Support for The Takeaway comes from the Henry Luce Foundation. For increased understanding of East and Southeast Asia, giftedandtalented.com, providing personalized online courses developed by Stanford University designed to help K-12 students advance in mathematics, language arts, and beyond. More at giftedandtalented.com. And the Rockefeller Foundation, whose transportation initiative is promoting equitable and sustainable developments in communities across the country.